Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. We're back with another divisional review and it's week four and we head into the second half of the season. Hello Radio, your favourite HNC flag football podcast brought to you from people in Aberdeen. It's back! I know that narrows it down, but I don't care. Hey, I am your host as always, Bezberry. I am joined once again by my esteemed colleague, Mr. Greg Sim. Hello! And the most offensive man in flag football. <laughs> it's Tom Clark. Hello. I, 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 yeah, okay, I resemble that word remark. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> are we good? How are we feeling? This could be a fun one. This could be a fun one. It was a fun weekend as well. Greg, how are you? Me, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you very much for asking. Good. I'm oh, always. And you are, Greg? I, I'm quite hyped. Quite hyped. Maybe not so much full of hype. There's a little bit of temperament to it today. Okay, we're tempering ourselves today, are we? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to keep deck. We don't want we don't we don't want to go full to Tom Clark. Well, That's you awful. do know the rules, however, Greg. No splinters. There okay. is no sitting on fences. You can, you can be assured of that. No sitting on fences. No splinters. Say it. Say what's in your heart, guys. Okay. Um. So. The the weekend just there, week three of the Baffle League 2019 season saw. The cross-conference games kick off in earnest in both Edinburgh and Glasgow. In Edinburgh, we had the Outlaws, obviously, as our hosts. We had Carnegie and the Aberdeen Oilcats playing against the Manchester Titans and the Sheffield Vipers, which led to some absolute crackers of games. And over in Glasgow, we had the remaining teams, the Broncos, the Comets, the Hosting Hornets, as well as the Crows, the Revs, and the Badgers all beating up on each other um, in Glasgow, which saw some fantastic results. But before we get to all that, before we get to the carnage that was the Premier League on Saturday, we need to acknowledge the fact that some, some stuff went down hard in League One, which we'll get to later on as well. Um, but first off, Greg... Begin the news. The Outlaws win! Yes! <laughs> Let's go! Let's, Let's go! go. And, and you know what? It, they were superb in that game as well. They came out against the Titans. They'd lost their first game of the day against the Vipers. And they came out and they actually went in halftime with quite a bit of a lead. I can't remember exactly what it was. But the final score was 39-28. to 28, And it was fully deserved. And that it is was. how genuinely opened up that relegation battle dragging back the Comets into it as well it is going to be absolutely thrilling end to the season as well Oh, it is going to be absolutely electric um, that when I was um, refereeing the other, the other game, so it was all happening behind me and you could just hear the roars um, and it felt like every time that we, we turned around, someone was throwing the ball deep down the sideline um, yeah, it seemed Incredible. And going into the game, um, you know, I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that when we get to game picks later on, uh, <laughs> not one of us picked Edinburgh over the previously division-leading Titans. You would be absolutely 100% correct. Uh, it's very rare that happens, but... Um, <laughs> Has it ever happened? So, well, well, come on now. Uh, 
But no, it was. It seemed to be the complete outlaws performance that we've been waiting for for a while. Uh, Tom, you were refing that game. Thank you. <laughs> um, Tell us about it. It was brilliant. To be fair, it was. It was finally kind of like the coming of age of the outlaws, which has been like waiting for a long time. Uh, with that offense, for them to be not putting up points on on teams like that regularly, it's uh, always been surprising. Um, but for me, the biggest standout of the day uh, was Hog. Um, one of the, the kind of long-standing faithfuls of the of the squad uh, pulled off probably one of the best interceptions, I think. The one-handed pick. It was it so was good. incredible. The one-handed pick. It was oh, so good. It was. Like, oh, I'm here. I had no idea. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was like OBJ levels of one-handed pickness. Oh, Hog. Yes. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Good for you. Good for you, Hog. Um, Psyched on that. No, Let's it was go. it was brilliant. Um, a little bit, of, a little bit of a job for Gary to do it as head ref, but um, no, it I, it was a really good game, really really good game uh, from both teams. I just got so excited, I slap, I snapped my pen. Bez, <laughs> <laughs> you, you also missed possibly one of the best touchdown catches that I've seen in a long time as well. Oh, I heard, I heard it, I heard it, and I turned around and Archie was just lying in the back of the end zone. Yeah, and yeah, the Carnegie, yeah. the Carnegie lot were going insane, but I never actually got to witness it. I think the ball got thrown up. They'd went up. The ball basically got bobbled about 15 times, hit about 14 bodies on the way down, and somehow just kind of popped up for Archie when he was lying on the ground just to, like, pluck at it. And it, it, it was almost sort of Edelman-esque in how close it was to hitting the ground before he kind of just grabbed it. Incredible. So cute. It was brilliant. Just a brilliant game from some really good teams. Yeah, and, yeah. and to be honest with you, that kind of leads into my second point in that in pretty much both sets of games, um, at both locations, it was just fireworks all weekend. Um, I mean, Carnegie against the Titans was 45-44. to 44. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that, that game itself was incredible. It was scores on every single drive pretty much. Oh, um, just about. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was one each they missed, and it went pick, pick. I think that's. Yeah, I think, I think, and I think it was back to back picks as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, the, o- the only thing that was consistent over the course of the cross conference games was the Broncos remaining unbeaten. <laughs> yeah, Broncos got a Bronco, and that was a game sealing interception as well. By the, by all accounts, thank you to whoever runs the Broncos, um, social media account for that one. Um, just to to let us know, I think that was against the Crows. Then was it? Because that was yeah. Because that was 13. that was their closest game. It was eight. It was uh, was nineteen thirteen. Oh, okay. Um. So I think the Bron- the Crows were driving towards the end zone before it was it was picked. Um, <laughs> and the Broncos march on by playing pretty good, mistake free football. Getting the job done. Getting the job. <laughs> getting the job done. Eight and zero. Oh, um. So do you reckon are they locked in as being playoff bound now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. I can't. Even I can't come up with some sort of ridiculous way they don't make it. Like, like yeah. Because even so, what's that? Eight games. Yeah, eight. They still got another seven. So even if they, I mean, I guess because of you know all the teams, yeah. If they were to lose seven games in a row, then yeah, they can, like, <laughs> but, but like, but that, come, that's not going to happen. No, not even no, no. Just can't. It can't happen. 
No, they're fine. Oh, they're, can they're, it? They're in. <laughs> they're in. Nah, I will. I'll get. Yeah, they'll get. The, they get the little marker next to their uh, their name that says playoff bound already. Okay. Um, and um, to go to the opposite end of the scale, Glasgow with another slightly disappointing defeat to the Crows. Yeah, two two and one on the on the day for Glasgow. Um, I don't know. <coughs> like I certainly noticed the kind of collective shock that went around the Edinburgh game day with all the teams there because they kicked off before we did. Um, when that result got posted, um, given how close the Crows went to the Broncos, I don't know if maybe that was disrespectful to Manchester um, as well as Glasgow having their you know, the kind of the unexpectedly disappointing season for them based on the last couple of years. But the Crows, at least from the scorelines, you know, I've got, you know, we'll get onto them later on, but the the scorelines that they put up, maybe we were being a little bit disrespectful to them based on last year's performance. I don't know. I mean, it's so, the Crows have always been a good team. It's just been who turns up and how much effort the people, the players that do turn up put in. Um, They've they've not been renowned for for playing particularly hard in games that they they don't think they're going to stand a chance in, um, and that seems to be a big difference this year. If they're taking teams like the Broncos within six and uh, beating the Hornets, I'm not going to say comfortably because it's only six points, but I mean 39 is a lot to put up on one of the better defenses, or was one of the better defenses in the league. Greg. Cool. Um, <laughs> or not. Greg's not listening again. Cool. Um, the, the dog must be around. Um, just, uh, no, I'm just kind of taken aback with what uh, Tom's suggestion, suggestion was there. But, um, I mean... The... I mean, yeah, I mean, if he's going to go and offend someone, he may as well say that nobody in Manchester tries hard enough. Um, <laughs> like, let's just... Let's, you're right, actually, Greg. Let's just have a couple of seconds to pause and really let that one sink in, Okay. <laughs> I, I just didn't know what to say. Well, you t- you tell me not to sit on fences. I didn't sit on a fence. Yeah, I know. And all he wants for Christmas is a shovel to keep digging. Oh, <laughs> well, thanks for that, Tom. We've got to play him in the next game as well. Oh, yeah, great. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it's in their backyard. They, they, they should just, take a full team. Just wait while I score out my later game pick and just. <laughs> Crows. Um, So, but Greg, going back to trying to, you know, let that let let Tom's let Tom sink in. Jesus Christ! Um, And then, um, what do you reckon? Are were the Hornets particularly bad, or were the Crows particularly good? I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the Crows being pretty good. Again, I'm sticking on this theory or what I've been peddling for the past couple of weeks that Glasgow will sort themselves out. You know, it, they're normally going unbeaten and then they'll get semi-final and final and they eventually get beat. Whereas this year, it could be just a slow start where they then get into a rhythm and you never know what can happen when it comes to playoffs because everything is still in their hands. Um, if they go on the next game day... 
if they manage to beat the Titans and they beat the Vipers, they're still very much in a strong position to try and make it into that final uh, playoff spot. So, still think Glasgow's a good team. So, it for me, my money is that the Crows must be pretty decent. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's uh, what's your next headline, Greg? Um, well, for the next bit of news, we are going to go into Division 1. And we are going to go with... The Bees have managed to go keep pace for pace with the Broncos and they managed to do it by surviving an offensive onslaught from the Sabres in what can only be described as an epic 48-46 encounter. Yeah, I was pretty jealous. I missed that. Oh, sorry, Buzz. No, no, no. Well, I'm going to tell you even why you should be even more jealous, uh, Tom, is because thanks to a timekeeping error, you got so much football that game. Um, <laughs> what happened? One of the one of the fun things um, about obviously development teams and guys learning the rules is one of the things that was obviously forgotten or never explained to the timekeeper of that game was you only stop the clock for incompletions in the last two minutes, oh, wow. not the whole game. Um, right. So by the time we were. So the Silvercats, who I was with, were on the other pitch. They were at the two-minute warning of the second half, I believe, when the Sabres and the Bees got to half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, yeah. which was absolutely incredible. Um, not going to name and shame the ref crew, but it was there was definitely some smiles that day and some knackered <laughs> players by the end of it. Um, was that so the last game of the day as well? No, no, it was the opening game. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Um, and con- maybe contributed to to the high score because they just had so much more time to run in touchdowns. Um, I, Bez, you do say that. I do have to give out a shout-out to the Sabres because they had three games on the day. Yeah, they did. They scored 179 points. They did. I've actually got their score lines written down um, where they put... So they put 46 on the Bs. Uh, they put 50 on the Chargers and they put 80 that's right not at 8-0 80 on the Renfrewshire <laughs> Raptors that, oh wow and bear in mind that the Raptors is one of their contenders for that promotion playoff spot not yeah. anymore actually, actually going, back, on them. going back to going back to last week I believe that I said the Savers would be sitting pretty in uh, in second, and you laughed at me, Greg, because you picked the picked the Raptors, and I would just like to say, I laughed eighty. At, <laughs> I laughed at you because you took the political option. Eighty. You took the safe option. Tom went Silvers, I went Raptors, and you took the other one left. I took the, the team I knew was going to be the best team on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow! So, so that's what third and fourth now has fifty plus put on them in different games now. In, in Division 1 up here? Yeah, and and the team at top got 40, 46 put on them. <laughs> Yikes. Defense Hard. rule in Division 1. Yeah. 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 Come that, on, coaches, that, that sort that out. <laughs> Trying really hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> Trying real hard. <laughs> is, is, is this a backlash from... Uh, of, no, actually, it wasn't the Silvers. No, mind, I'll shut up. Yeah, no, so, in so fact, was, Bez, was it not you that said in summarising this game from the last game day that defences were on top and that it was, was it not nil-nil at halftime or something? 
So it was nil-nil at halftime between the in week one between the Sabres and the Bees. Um, both teams put on a defensive clinic, and it generally was that game. It was defenses playing well rather than offenses playing poorly. Um, and apparently this week, they I think the coaches just got together and were like, you know what makes football fun? Like catching balls and scoring touchdowns. And they're like, yeah, okay, well we'll just have a race. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 46-48 with the final the final score. Um in uh yeah, in a game that took about an hour and a half to get through. Yeah, it was incredible. Anyway, we shall move on from that just ever so slightly and we are going to go on to talk about the promotion race where class is permanent but form is everything. Boah. Four Boah. teams there is only two games between that four teams. This isn't going to be about who the best team is. This is going to be about the team who go on a run. Yes. So we have the the Sabres, the Raptors, the Colts, and the Silvercats. I don't know if it is in that. I don't. Is it in that order? I'm not sure what order it's yes, in. Sabres, Colts, Silvercats. Yeah. No. Uh, Sabres, Raptors, Colts, Silvercats. No, Raptors have dropped. Raptors are fifth. Yeah. Raptors are fifth. Yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, there's Greg, a... that's tough, man. That's tough for you. <laughs> tough, but it's tough. But it's, tough, it's tough spot. Form. It's all about form. It's all about form. They're... It's going to be okay. Greg, so... they're, they're two points and 162 points behind the Sabres. Yeah. Sorry, two games, but sorry. If the Sabres can score eight in one game, so can someone else. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It wasn't It wasn't so long ago. I mean, the Raptors... Games. The Raptors... Two games, Tom. The Raptors opening game against the Silvercats, they put 50 on them, so... Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, so, um... Just about how Division 1 hates defence, so... It's, yeah. it's it's possible. Division <laughs> Division 1 is... It's just a wild scene, really. <laughs> um, I... I know... If you are in a... Where there is a League 1 game on... So if you're in, so where, I don't know where the next one is. The next one, Grangemouth, I think. Yeah. Is the next one Grangemouth? Okay. So if you can, if you can get, yes, it is because it's the Manchester weekend for us. If you can get to Grangemouth on that Sunday, come and watch League One because it's an absolute riot and it's so much fun. Um, and you might get to see a game that lasts an hour and a half and then someone score 80 points. Like you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> or it might be nil-nil at halftime. Who knows? Um <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is incredible. Every weekend has been completely different. You know, at Crown Point week one, everyone was kind of feeling each other out. It was a defensive kind of battle. Week two in Aberdeen, it rained <laughs> so hard that, tack- that tackling just didn't matter anymore. Um, and then on a nice day at a great facility at Peffer Mill, um, we've just had a high-scoring shootout for the whole day. So, League One is good. The Killer Bees are obviously the class of that um, league. You know, we're not going to argue that um, they're they're out in front by is it three games now? Yeah. Um, are we just going to hand them the promotion, Tom? No, no. I think you just said you summed it up yourself. You say you don't know what you're going to get in D One, and the 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 Killer Bees scores have been getting tighter. I mean, they had what twenty thirteen win over the Colts. Uh, and obviously that uh, two-point win against the Sabres, I think they won by, they beat the Raptors by a point in Aberdeen. Teams are catching them a lot, a lot more than uh, the record suggests. 
Cool, Greg. Nah, that one's sealed. You've played eight games. You've got seven to go. For them not to get promoted, they're going to need to lose four games. They oh no, that was that wasn't the question. It was have they won it already? Isn't it? Or was I not listening? Was I doing a Greg? Well, I, I meant I meant like are they yeah, are they going straight up like automatically? But I I tend to lean with Greg. I reckon <laughs> that uh, with a three game cushion, you, you're looking um, for them to lose over half of the remaining games. And also, like, and also, like, because, and also they've beaten. Getting, I don't see them being surmounted in that in that chase. No, and also because they've beaten the Sabers now twice, who are the team in second. You're all making very good points here. So, that's what we do, Tom. That's what we do. <laughs> we make good this, points. This is Tom you... leading up to going a completely different direction. Tom, we make good points, and you say offensive things. That's the way this. <laughs> that's why we still have listeners. I swear, I swear to God. We still. Um, yeah, so <laughs> just to move on to the other teams that we haven't really had a a chat about, the, the Colts. The Colts are still in the mix. They're a solid team. Bruni was good again at quarterback over over the weekend. Um, they had a a pretty solid, you know, they went against the the Silvers. They jumped out, you know, they jumped out to a good lead, and then. The Silvers did themselves a credit and fought back into it, but um, the Colts kind of seemed pretty comfortable in that game. Um, I didn't actually see their other games, so I don't want to comment too much on, on I that. I feel like but... they had a pretty good comeback against the Raptors. Okay. I wasn't watching it with great intent. I mean, we know from listening to this that my attention span isn't always the best. <laughs> it's true. Um, but it definitely did seem as if they had a couple of pick sixes. It must have been. Yes, yeah, no, they did actually. Yeah, because it was right. It was literally right in front of us in the stand. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, th- yeah. I think they had a really good comeback in that one. Um, but I well, think right in saying that they're a solid team. Um, when things work for them, they're good. But I don't know if it always clicks. So yeah. um, it will be interesting to see how they kind of finish out the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, and on to. Of course, the the Silver Cats they had a, a tough a tough out and um, one in one in two on the day and um, their game against the the Raptors um, got got close at the end. But again, the Silver Cats they put themselves in a hole there and had to try and climb out of, and they and they didn't quite get there. I suppose a good thing for them to look at is um, that they only lost by a score, whereas before they lost by forty. Um, so you can see that there's starting to find their gears maybe a little bit more. Um, again, tough spot with the, the Colts game, put themselves in a hole and then did well to get out of it before not quite getting there at the end. Um, to avoid me losing my job for the third time this season, what do you think is going on there, Greg? <laughs> um, <clears throat> without being too too horrible because we've actually got to face these people, um... <laughs> You know, they they just need to up their levels a little bit more. I think one of the frustrating things watching them was the plays were there to be made. There's quite a lot of drops. Yeah. Um. So I think from from their sort of standpoint, it's just getting back at it, get in and improve what they do to help out their quarterback. Um, yeah, Jamie. Jamie is having maybe as good a season as last year. 
and that winter league, it's just that. But I think he's finding a lot more balls end up on the ground. Yeah, I think um, obviously he's he's lost one of his favourite targets, um, and for the silvers in general, they're looking for a couple of guys to try and step up. Um, and I mean, the plays are there to be made. Guys are getting in good spots. They just I don't know whether it's they need to relax a little bit and and maybe not think so much of what they're doing after and making sure that they catch it and then make the play. Um, but something has to improve on that side of the ball anyway. Yeah, and I suppose a bit of a bit of positivity for um, that game day was that obviously one man can't do it all by themselves, but Cameron Reed was electric, um, especially in the Colts game. As it started to rain, he came alive down that far sideline. Um, he had a pretty he had a pretty good day. Um, but obviously, he can't do it all himself, and I'm hopeful and also confident that the other guys will step up when needed. Yeah, Cam had a really good day. Um, I'm sure he'll love to be reminded that someone apparently dipped him at training last night, didn't they? <laughs> oh, I did just a little bit. <laughs> I did just a little bit. But, you know. So, there's always room for improvement. There's it's always, always you can always, you can get but, every day is a learning day. But no, he, he, was, he was actually really good on the day. Um, yeah. We just need a couple more guys maybe to yeah. out as well. But and it is, you know, um, it's always about trying to develop guys and getting them yeah. a better spot. So and actually, like oh, a huge it's all part of that. the learning curve. A huge amount of that lineup are now rookies as well. So yeah. they've got they've, they're learning too. Um, so to move on, that means that there's only one team that we haven't spoken about yet in League One, which means that it's time for Charger Watch. Um, Charger Watch um, had another 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 tough day for the for the guys in West Lothian uh, on their away trip to Edinburgh, um, losing their games there. Um, I I know that that Bez, must be... Bez, I, I have some pretty heartbreaking news for you. Okay. Because of the results at the weekend, the Chargers can now not win the league. <laughs> oh, so they've been mathematically eliminated. They are now mathematically eliminated from winning the league. But Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Second place, though. Playoffs? Yep, yep. They can still definitely make that. Okay, okay, cool. If they win out, they should be fine. Okay, cool. We're still on. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I appreciate that the guys in West Lothian, they must be finding it. It must be pretty hard. It must be pretty disheartening. Um, you know, you chat to the guys and you know, I know the work that they're all, they're all putting in. Um, and from the, the game that, I mean, they played the Silvers and I got to watch that one firsthand. You do feel like it's coming. You do feel like it is coming, and it's not far away that the Bears will be liberated and they will get that that win. And you almost wonder if once they get that, that's just a, such a huge psychological hurdle that after that, the next couple could come quite quick. Um, unfortunately, they're just in this division of the HNC League One where everyone is just improving so much. You know, if not at the same rate that they are, um, and it just makes it really, really hard for them. Um, but I guess the the you know the message is just keep at it, guys, because it's coming. Greg, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you say, it's it's definitely in spells. There's there's at times in games where 
They actually look as if the offense is moving. They're, they're getting a couple of big plays. And things are definitely getting better. Um, but they also go through little spells in games where things tend to fall apart a little. Um, so for them, I think you're right. I think there is possibly one on the horizon sometime soon, maybe. Um, and it's just about trying to get a full game put together um, on offense and on defense. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a massive, massive distance away. No, I'd love, I would love, I would really love to see it. Um, I think the one, the bit that I noticed, especially in the first half, maybe let them down a bit, a little bit, was their like inside ten yards from the end zone, whereas that field compacted a little bit. Um, they maybe struggled to move to move the ball. I actually, I think their score was actually a deep shot, um, a lovely deep shot as well, to be honest. Um, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's far away. I think that you know, they're. I feel it. I feel it. In my bones, Greg. My yeah, bones. Well, I mean, as as you said, sometimes the offense is moving quite well. Um. So obviously, the more often that they get into those sort of the final ten, fifteen yards, um, for a score, the more often that they get into those areas, the better they'll get at them. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a. It's not going to be far off. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's not. Um. I feel. I feel good for the Chargers. Feel good about them, um, and wish them well as they train for their next event in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we can, yeah, maybe surprise someone there, and we can all drink beers together. Yes, let's drink beer. Let's drink beers together. <laughs> let's do it. Um, yes. Um, okay. So moving on to a little bit of a a whip round of the. Premier League. I've got some notes written down, although I can't score them out because my pen. Um, <laughs> um, we've had a bit of a chat already that the crows, the crows might be for real. They now sit atop the MEC um, Premier League, so it goes. It now goes Manchester Crows, Manchester Titans, uh, Vipers, Revolution, Honey Badgers, um, Honey Badgers um, down there still winless. Um, obviously they played less games because they have less people, less uh, teams in that division and have had a bye already so they're a little bit back on their records Um, but obviously we saw the Titans and the Vipers first hand and we saw an awful lot of points Um, just to start off with Manchester Titans they kind of had a weird day Tom yeah um, I mean, I don't think anyone can argue that the Titans are talented, but it that didn't feel like the same Titans as last year. Didn't feel quite as organised. Um, because I don't think I don't think anyone really expected Carnegie to go shot for shot with them. Um, no, but that was incredible. Um, and quite bizarre to be on the field directly next to them and every time you look to your left or your right you know over looking over in that direction you just see someone scoring yeah and they were like, it was all it all looked like i mean it was all deep shots or big runs i mean it was yeah every, every, the stories that came from that game were like oh someone dipped someone for for a half uh, get the half the field for a first down on fourth or or someone jumped over, uh, jumped over one of the safeties and landed fifty yards down the field. You know, I mean, it was just an insane kind of kind of game from a team that we've 
seen be super tight and disciplined before. Yeah, and obviously the defending defending division champions as well down there. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, Sorry, I, the, just to to lo- to win the Carnegie game that close, and then kind of stumble against the outlaws. I mean, admittedly, the outlaws stung us. You know, stung the All Cats a couple of weeks back, and. We were lucky to get a score with seven seconds left or whatever it was to win, and yeah, um, you know, like they—they've—you would have always argued that the outlaws have had it. You maybe just wouldn't have seen forty points coming out of them against a team like Manchester. Um, I think that was Greg. A... What, what do you think about that? I mean, first off, the the Carnegie game, my hamstring had went. Ping by this point, so I had. Oh, shock! Argue, I shock! Him off and just started watching that one. It was durable. Electric. Durable. Greg strikes again. I think it was what two minutes into the warm up. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was genuinely electric. It was such a good game, um, and it was just two teams that were pretty darn good on offense, just going hammer and tongs at each other, and it was, it was a case of who's not, whoever didn't score was doomed in that game and you know it, it came down to the very fine margins um, it very very much seemed like a game of who gets the ball last yeah yeah pretty much um, I mean it's 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 great great to watch um, yeah. the Edinburgh game you know the, their opening drive uh, ended with the epic one handed pick just to to throw that out there again I'm sure Hog will love hearing that Um <laughs> And Edinburgh went down and scored on that on the on the resulting drive. Um, so it wasn't a great way to start. Um, I think they then didn't score, and Edinburgh went and scored again. So they got out to a pretty good lead early doors, and at that point they were they were constantly chasing it, um, which isn't really like the Titans. But um, you know, as you mentioned, Edinburgh have the ability. To, to pull those games out once in a while it should be more often but it's once in a while at the minute um, and they really needed that, the Outlaws they really, really needed that because that puts so much pressure on the Comets in these next um, conference, cross-conference games that it really has given them new life I mean, that's a good... uh, yeah. Sorry, on you go Tom Sorry, That's a really good point because I mean, arguably you'd say the with the Outlaws going to face the Revolution and the Honey Badgers next, they should be the, the easier, or that should be the easier of the two MEC weekends for, for them. Um, and they're only a game behind the Comets now. Yeah, and I mean, as you're saying, because they're now going up against the Vipers, who who weren't a bad team, they were actually pretty, they were handy. Um, <coughs> and that was without Keith as well. And obviously the Titans, who are a good team, that the Comets are, with having to travel down to Manchester as well, we know what they're like with travelling. You know, by the time we come to the next game day, or the review of the next game day, the HNC could look very different. Yeah, so just to, and on that note, just to move over to the the Glasgow, um, the Glasgow games, um, we've spoken about the Broncos and, uh, and the Hornets. Um, Comets, Comets had it pretty rough. Um, a 62-0 loss to the Crows kind of, Highlighting that, um, 
as a as a tough out um for that for them in what we had considered would probably be like a slightly easier game day for them, being that it it was in Glasgow and they they should be able to they don't have to travel. Yeah, um, and look, look at, looking back at the scores now, it's, it, I think with the Revolution putting 33 on the Comets surprised me a little bit. Um, being in Glasgow, expecting to see a full team there. I mean, uh, I know they don't always like Saturdays, but uh, with catered commitments and things, but that that's a that's a funny one. Yeah, big 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 scores going on, kind of all over the uh, all over the league uh, this weekend, which. You know, if you're a if you're a fan of of offensive football and scoring touchdowns, you probably can't complain about too much, especially if you were on one of the teams that got a big win, um, which is always nice. So, if we were now to move on to one of the only segments we have, where uh, it's completely blind for my colleagues, <laughs> it is time for the home of. Tom causing offence. <laughs> the time when Greg starts to sweat. The time where I get to have my way with them. It's overreaction Wednesday. I feel, so, Jeff, I feel like that needs some sort of like charger watch. Sorry. It, it, it needs like a needs some, dum, dum, some dum. trumpets. <laughs> some trumpets. I don't know why trumpets, but I'm feeling the trumpets. Um, okay, guys. Today I have, because last time I only had two. Um, and you spun one round on me this time I have four for you I have four overreactions for you okay so um, Greg you're going to take this first one first and then we'll give Tom a chance to to answer okay okay (laughs) way back at the beginning of the season pre-season I made a prediction that resulted in a (laughs) I'm now going to change it. Edinburgh come fifth and get to battle to stay in the Premier League. Well, is that is that overreaction or reaction? Tell me. You, t- you, you tell me. You tell me. I'm, I'm just fifth. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what I think. Edinburgh are coming fifth. I shall say that that is a truth. Okay. Okay. After one game against the Titans. Okay, Tom, am I overreacting? Yes or no? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they finish fifth on the, on the MEC split. I think, I think they're gonna take more games out of that, out of the MEC than the, the comments will. Okay, because the comments do have the head to head on them. They do, and but they've got to play each other once more. I mean, that is literally going to the old classic relegation six pointer. But uh... yeah, I mean, just yeah. looking at the table, I mean. So the comments have played one game more. Um, they're sitting with a hundred points worse difference. I could have said that worse if I tried. <laughs> um, then, oh, I don't know, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've conceded a lot more points um, and only scored five more than the Outlaws, with, even with that extra game on them. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, a departure from our norm into the, into the MEC. Crows are going to win. Crows are going to win the MEC. Who's that at? Me or Tom? Uh, Tom. The Manchester Crows are going to win the MEC. Overreaction, yes or no? Yeah, I still think the Titans have got, I still think the Titans are... I had, I had a bad day. Okay, Greg? 
I'm I'm going to stick with the truth as well. You think you think that the Crows are going to win as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be very convincing about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're kind of leaning on the fence, but you're not on it, so you can you can move away from there. Okay. Um, number three. It's not even close. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to bring this one back? A week. <laughs> Carnegie are going to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. That could be a great one, right? Tom, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I think of that one. No, you want me to no, say no. it? No, oh. no, no, no. No, reaction. Right rea- right uh, overreaction, yes or no, Tom? The Hornets is still a very good team. And as of yet, the HNC cannot take four teams to the playoffs. So I'm going to say no. You're saying it's not an overreaction? Wait, no, wait. They're not going. <laughs> They're not going. So yes, it's an overreaction. Whichever one's the right one. <laughs> oh, Tom. The words are hard. You've really got it in for Carnegie, don't you? Okay, <laughs> okay Greg, overreaction, yes or no? I- I'm going with overreaction. Overreaction. But it's, on, it's a slight one. I think Carnegie have the, the opportunity and I think they have the talent and offense to, to really put some pressure on them. <coughs> uh, Sorry, fair enough. And it and it's gonna be um it's gonna be good to watch how Carnegie finish out this season. Um and if the the thing to watch I think for them is they can build some momentum going into next year as well. Yeah. I know okay. we've kind of referenced it as being a, a big three in the HNC, but certainly it might not be that way next year. Uh yeah, I think you I think you might be right. Um okay. Uh, Greg and Tom, are you both members of the Baffa League page? <laughs> yes. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I know Greg, you are or you are not. <sighs> Hang on, just just let me go get my uh, zebra T-shirt on. Okay. So, my final overreaction: people need to chill out attacking <laughs> referees. <laughs> now, I know that the HNC people listening to this are going to be like. Y'all are some of the worst up in Aberdeen. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to open, open arms and say, yes, that's true. However, you don't need to go on Facebook and tear people apart in front of the entire league for a hundred comment epic. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, don't that... think that's, I don't think that's decent or relevant or solves anything. It's a lot of fun. Greg Sim, overreaction from me, yes or no? So can we just clarify what the question is, please? <coughs> Before I say question... overreaction or a truth, I want to know what exactly the question is here. Before you have me trying to take shots at the league. I think that the hysteria on the Baffa League page surrounding referees is too much. The hysteria, that is a truth. I don't mind people going on there to clarify things but you know just clarify the rule and move on okay Tom yeah that was that was that was hilarious I'm not gonna lie it was brilliant some of the people refusing to admit that uh, some of the more qualified uh, or most qualified refs in the in the country were wrong um, was it was very very funny 
Um, and it was a great way to spend five, ten minutes. But um, it, it was a joke. Yeah, I, th- I think there needs to be, a, like, people need to remember that there's a bit of respect to be had. And, you know, you, it's, we're all capable of hiding behind our keyboards. I just, I, in a, and what is, essential, what is actually an amateur league paid, played for fun, I don't think we need to spend our Monday and our Tuesday insulting each other on the internet. I'd like to think that we're a little bit better than that. <laughs> really? I, I, like to th- I like to think so, Hello. but I'm sure... And you know what? If you disagree with me there, I'll see you all in the comments. <laughs> I'm away I'm I'm, to go and log in right now. I'm more than happy to be told that I should wind my neck in. Um, so, but I just thought that that was a little bit, a little bit much, and it would be a good number four. Um, so we'll let that I should one. Have seen that coming? I really should have seen that one. <laughs> so I'm just going to let that one, that one sit and simmer, and we are going to move on to um, the section that Greg is now the host of. Ooh. Oh, oh, okay. It's time for game picks, Greg. Game picks. So if you could update us on the overall standings. Oh no! Certainly can. Um, Did not have and, a good week. And then we'll we'll get going. Okay. So in fourth place. We did get his game picks. They were quite brutal. <laughs> we have Scott, who is now sitting at 40 and 14. 40 and 14. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah numbers have gone quite high. That's still, that's, you know what? Like, that's a pretty good okay, record. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think he was, if you give me a second, he was 17 and 6 on the week. It's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's respectable. You know, for uh, you know, for Judas Iscariot himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 not the worst. Okay, not the worst. Um, and then we have in second place. We have second place. Well, yeah, in second place. Oh, tie. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, I've uh, kind of jumped. It should have been third place, not should fourth. Be third place. Scott it is should in be third place. Oh, who's in fourth then? Oh. It is, isn't it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait I've, a minute. I've made a mess of this. Maths is not my strong point. <laughs> okay. So fourth. Fourth is Scott at 14-14. In right. third place. Third place. Yeah. We have our host, Besley Berry. Oh, God. How I was confident. At 41-13. and 13. One game ahead. One game ahead of him. That's a pretty big comeback, though, isn't it? Uh, I, I was. I think I was third last time. I was quite far behind after week one, though. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be honest. I think he's gained a game or two. Uh, you'll have to bear with me a second. I'm I think, slithering up behind you like a snake. You, you have that sort of quality to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have joint first place. Oh come on! Is Tom Clark with an asterisk? With an asterisk. Oh. <laughs> What have I done? And myself at 43 and 11. Now, if you remember game picks from last time, Bez, you asked me to put a wee note against one of the games where Tom had claimed that it wasn't going to be close. I do recall. I do recall that. Now, I went back and I had a wee listen. Oh, no, I forgot which game it is. Tom had claimed that the Hornets against the Crows... Was going to be a Hornets <laughs> win, and it wasn't going to be close. 
he got that wrong. He got he it wrong. Got and he, and then spectacularly he got, wrong. He, he got it wrong twice. And because he made such an outrageous statement. No, 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 you don't. He's no 40, you don't. 42 and 12. 42, 42 and 12. No, God, okay. You're worse than Greg Davies. <laughs> 42 and 12. So, as an adjustment then, I am out in the lead by myself with a one game lead. One game lead. <laughs> you were, Tom, so, you Tom, were warned I, I, at the time. You were warned, you were warned at the time. And also, Tom, I. Oh no, I do make the rules. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You, you, oh. you guys put me on a pedestal in position of power. In the comments the other day, I tried to share the love, and you said, "No, no, no, it's all on you." So you know what, Tom? It's all on me. <laughs> I I fully back I, our commissioner's you... uh, ruling there. How? Can... The, yeah. this, this is null and void. Null and void. Yeah. Well. Well, tough. Tough. <laughs> tough luck. Oh, okay, well, man. Well, okay. Tom, you've still got time to get it back. He, he does. He does. You know, still, the problem is, is that we're trusting the still, person that can't count with it. There's still three weeks left. I mean, Tom, if you want to go back and listen to all of our podcasts, which I highly recommend, they're all still available <laughs> on Anchor and on wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, plug. Um, Shameless. So, so obviously. Um, so, go and do that and do the maths yourself if you have any questions about it. Um, and you can see I guarantee I'll finish with one more than I've got. Liar. Um, okay, so Greg, do you want to run us through the fixtures for League One and we'll do some picks? Okay, we shall start with the Killer Bees against the Silvers. Tom. Tom. Bees. Oh, you're going Bees, are you? Yeah. Okay, and Bez? You absolute savage. I'm going to go Bees. <laughs> okay. And uh, next, uh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I, um, I apologize. <laughs> apologize. I already have them written down. I have, I have who I'm taking circled. So I, I'm looking at it. I have the bees. Okay. Clean sweep um, for the bees. We're really good teammates or club mates. Oh well, Bez is clearly the best coach. You know. <laughs> I think I'm going to be up there with coach of the year this year. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just be thankful that you don't have a betting account associated with with the silvers. Oh man, what can I say? Savaging them on podcasts, sitting four and four, great coaching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have next a promotion promotion game. Basically, I, I was looking for another word. I have no other words for it. But battle. It's, it's a battle. It will be a battle. It's the Colts against the Sabers. Bez. Sabres. And Tom's... they're more consistent. Sabres. Okay. I'm going to... I've actually got the Sabres. Um... Sorry, I'm getting distracted here. There's someone screaming <laughs> outside of our window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you like to like a horror movie. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Sabres. I think that's a tough one, though. Like, I'm going to pick the Sabres, but if the Colts win, I'd also just. It wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah, I mean, as as I mentioned, like they had a good comeback. They had a couple of picks. Sabres like throwing the ball downfield. There's a potential for it. Um, but from what I've seen of the Sabres, um, that was my first time seeing them this year. Um, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. You were in Aberdeen. You watched some Aberdeen when it was raining. No, it didn't. No, we were late. Come on. It was the last game you were stood next to me with a dog. Yeah, I had a dog. Okay, fair enough. Sorry. Getting sidetracked there. Yeah. 
I mean, it's the first time paying attention. <laughs> Two games in, this could be the longest podcast ever. Yeah, I know. It's getting there. It's all Tom's fault. It's um, always Tom's fault. Okay, <laughs> another big one in the promotion race. Sabres against the Silvers. Tom, tell me your thoughts. Oh. See, I like that noise. Every time you give him a tough game, always a squeal of some sort. And you make him go first as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm going to say Sabres. <laughs> Coach of the year? Silver you... Cats. You're going with Silvers. <laughs> what was the score the last time these guys met? Uh, Silvers won by... So, so, Silver Cats by a score. And they'd done that in Winter League as well, didn't they? Uh, no, because the Sabres weren't at Winter League. Oh. Carnegie, Carnegie ruthlessly ex, ex, expelled them. No, nah, I'm kidding. I don't know. They just didn't let them play, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to side with Bez. That's a good move. And it is purely because I think we're going to see a bit of a reaction from the Silvers. I do too. They're going to be gooder. They're going to be gooder. However, no, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick. <laughs> if you just figured out why I think I've gone against them. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't care. Next, Greg. No. <laughs> we have the Raptors versus the Bees. Bez. Bees. Bees. Yeah. I'm going with the Bees as well. Are we, are we just going to, should we just accept, accept that we're all going to pick the Bees for a perfect year? It's, it's kind of looking that way. Does but you never know. Way. Something might happen this game day. and oh, You never know. It's League One, man. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. So, finally, the last two games in Division One that day. The Chargers against Colts. Bez. I can hear the splinters. <laughs> I can hear him. He's dying to pick the Chargers. I am going to pick the Chargers. <laughs> I knew he would. I am. It's entirely why I came to you first, because I knew what I was coming. Colts. Who's the other game against? Uh, I shall tell you that in a second. Wait, how come we haven't had any Raptors picks yet? You just literally had a Raptors against the Bees and you picked the Bees. Oh, I did. You're right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm picking the Colts <laughs> against the Chargers. Cowards. Yeah, Colts, yeah. Shite bags. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's game picks to be had here. Uh, Chargers against the Raptors. You happy now, Bez? The Raptors, they've been mentioned for a second time. Yes. Uh, Raptors. Tom? Raptors. Yeah. I shall agree with you there. And that is Division 1. Nice. Nice. That's, that, yeah, that was quick. We all, we all happy with those game picks? I think I might have got my Charger picks the wrong end, but I'm going to stick. You're going to stick? Fair I'm going to stick. You have a second change of mind. That's it. I think you'll find that's my rule, Tom. I get, <laughs> I get to decide. Yeah, Tom, get to Tom, decide. We, I, Tom, me and you don't make the rules. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm sorry, Lord Commander Bez. So, I guess we're on to the Manchester weekend. Yes, we are. The entire HNC and MEC in one facility. It's going to be big. Oh, it's going to be electric. There's, there's actually Wait, quite a lot. Are they all the same venue? What? 
Are we all at the same venue? I think so. I don't know. I just assumed. Oh, I just assumed because oh, it's I, Manchester. I think you're right. I think they are. I think because is it not, oh. is it not meant to be that the venue in Manchester is one that they're considering for the finals? Oh no, that's the Titans. We're playing at the Crows, uh, which is the uh, the school field that GB usually usually go to. Oh, what? Oh, okay. I think the one that, the one that oh, broke my shoulder. Yeah, oh, that I'm one. Not good. Durable Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was there, we won the Super Fives. It was great. Oh, that's, oh, oh, yeah, that sounds like so much fun. Okay. <laughs> Let's go for the big one straight out of the gate then. Oil Cats against Crows. Bez. Oil Cats! Oil Cat. Uh, yeah, oil, uh, yeah, oil Cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I shall... We have, we have a... <laughs> We have a history of cats killing birds on the show. So. <laughs> Forget. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with us as well. Um, okay, cats against badgers. Cats, meow. Cats, oil cats. And cats against the revolution. Tom. Oil cats. Bez. Meow. Cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Keep it nice and easy. Okay, I have quite a good game coming up, actually. This one's going to be pretty good. This one's for Tom. <laughs> this, this one is for Tom, and it is going to be Carnegie against the Crows. Anytime you like, Tom. Yeah, no no hurry, Tom. I'm going to have to force you into something. Carnegie. <laughs> Tom, can you say that a little bit louder and a little bit clearer for the audience, please? Carnegie. Catch that, Tom, just one more time. Sorry, my headphones are a bit weird. Can you, t- can you take the uh, splinters out as well, please? Come on, Tom, with, pr- with pride. With pride. Carnegie. The- HMC. HMC. There we go. There we go. Good for you, Tom. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting home. Yeah. Bez. Oh, Carnegie. It's not even close. <laughs> He's wearing a not even close. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've I've got Carnegie circled as well, but I am definitely not saying it's not even close. Um, Carnegie against the Badgers. Bez. Carnegie. HNC. Tom. <laughs> Carnegie. Okay, and Greg? Carnegie against the Revolution. Bez. Uh, you're not picking again, there, Greg. Yeah, I'm taking Carnegie. Come on. Okay. Okay. Behave yourselves. Carnegie against the revolution. Tom. Carnegie. HNC. HNC. Bez. I think that the scoreboard will revolve with ever-increasing speed, but it will not be for Warrington. It will be for Carnegie as they get a sweep in the south. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going for a 3-0 day for Carnegie as well, somehow. Uh, it's not looking very good for the MEC so far, if we're right. It's, re- it's really not. It's really not. It's currently, they are 0-6 on the day. It's what? tough. It's tough. It's a tough spot to be in. Wow. Especially at home. <laughs> Especially at home. Okay, the next one we have is Edinburgh Outlaws against the Crows. Tom. 
Oh, oh. oh. Is that, that it? That's... Uh, cross, please. <laughs> MEC, MEC, I'm going with Crows. Oh, you, you just make me feel dirty and horrible, Greg, saying that. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, we have the Outlaws against the Badgers. Tom? You Tom? pick uh, uh, Outlaws. Okay, and Bez? Yeah! I'm going Outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to take, take the outlaws on that one. Um, Bez. Aye. Do the outlaws go two and one? Or is the revolution not televised? Uh, I think that the revolution will be televised and they get a win there. Ooh, nice. Tom? I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm definitely not setting any fences today. I've, I've got a perfect day for the HNC. Outlaws. A perfect day for the HNC. <laughs> right, Tom's picks are already in. Tom's picks are already in. <laughs> oh, no, but I mean, that game day. <laughs> in that game Tom, day. Tom's no, 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 no. Tom's in picks that game are day. in. No. <laughs> oh, you guys. You said it, not me. <laughs> You, oh, <laughs> you're playing on my. my oh, next, Greg, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm picking the outlaws, by the way, in that one. Okay. Um, okay, we are now moving on to <laughs> another game that has massive playoff implications Glasgow against the Titans. Tom, we already know who you're picking. Tom's got a perfect day for the HNC. Yes. Talk to me. Um, I think that, um, yeah, the bees go down south. No, the hornets even. <laughs> the hornets. The, angry. the hornets go down south and they sting Manchester for a win. I fully agree. Taking the hornets. I, th- I think the hornets are getting to that sort of last chance saloon kind of thing. They're going to be all right. Nothing more dangerous than a cornered hornet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, and Tom, we have Glasgow against the Vipers, so we're going to put you down for Glasgow. Obviously. <laughs> uh, ben? Oh, in a, it's a battle between the, the bites and the stings, but uh, I think the swarm, <laughs> the swarm of hornets is better than the solitary viper, so this, I'm going to give that one to Glasgow as well. Yep, I also have Glasgow there. Um, we will go with the Comets against the Titans. Tom, we know who you're picking. <laughs> Bez? Go on, then. Um, uh, I think that the the Titans tower over the this game, and I think they get, they get a win there. Yeah, I've, I've got the Titans down for a win there, so... That could be either a game made up for Tom or one thrown <laughs> down the pan. We shall find out. It's never thrown down the pan when you support your your, your brothers in the HNC. Oh, like you routinely support Carnegie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the Comets against the Vipers. Tom, you are going with the Comets. Bez? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Tommy touchdown. Um, I I like this matchup for the Comets, but not enough to pick them. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vipers. Nice. I have also went with the Vipers. Um. So that leaves us with two more games. Wonder who I'm picking. You have. I wouldn't be the. I wouldn't be the eight and Broncos, would it? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got the Broncos against the Titans as the uh, the first game on their game day. Don't know if it actually is, but it's the first one on my list. So Tom is going with the Broncos. Bez. So sorry, which game is this? Uh, Broncos against the Titans. Broncos the Titans. Hmm, do I think the Titans will win? Hey! <laughs> I'm giving it to the Broncos. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, you've got your spot on the next little lads. Yeah, I, I just uh, yeah, I'm going with the Broncos as well. And finally, will the Broncos trample the Vipers? Yes, yes. they will. Under their under their hooves. <laughs> it would behoove Tom to pick with the Broncos. It would. It would. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, guys, that comes to the end of the Premier Game picks. Well, that was that... nothing left to say for <laughs> outbursts yet again, and we shall see where we end up after the game day. I'm sure I think, giving quite I a think, few teams motivation. I think that's going to be um, a very, very exciting day in Manchester. Um, and you know what, Tom? I'll formally apologise to you on air if the HNC go unbeaten. I will genuinely will. Um, <laughs> however, you'll be so far ahead in the picks that I'm sure you'll let us know about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, so, yeah, that's been... Oof. That's been awesome. Um, that was something. That was, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot. Of, I felt there was a lot of energy in that in that segment. Um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of focus. Nice job, guys. Um, so that brings us to the end of my of my agenda. So, um, Tom, do you have any other business for the lovely people? No, no. I'm sticking with everything and uh, HMC till I die. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless you're from Carnegie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Greg, any any anything else for the people? No, no, I'm 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 fairly happy. We've uh, not went too too overboard this week. I've enjoyed it. No, no, to, to, this, this week has been a a prime example of calmness and <laughs> cold hard facts. Um, so cool. Well, in that case, um, I would just like to say uh, thank you, everyone, for lending us your ear holes once again. Um, I hope you've got a, a giggle out of it. Um, I hope that you have been shocked by by Tom Clark. I hope you've. I think giggled. by this point, no one's shocked by Tom Clark. I, I hope that you've giggled at Greg, and I hope that you've been making your game picks too. Um, thank you to First and Fifteen Podcast and everyone there. Thank you to Nuola for looking after us, and um, that's kind of all we've got. So goodbye to you, Greg. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, Tom. Goodbye. And good goodbye from me, everyone. That has been the way that we hate MC. Hi.
Hi, I'm Alan from the Manchester Titans and I'm here with... Lee Kerrigan. And Jay Pitchford. And we've been asked by Marcus Gambrell of First and Fifteen to give you a quick rundown of the Northern Premier League. We're going to start with the MEC. Lee, tell us about the standings right now. Okay, so looking at the standings, we've got um, Crows on top, but technically Titans are ahead of the Crows on the head-to-head. So we got Titans and the Crows at the top. In third place, we have the Sheffield Vipers, then Warrington Revolution, and sitting at the bottom, we have Nottingham Honey Badgers. Yeah, I think that obviously looking at the standings for the MEC at the minute, I think obviously it is really going to come down to the head-to-head between the Titans and the Crows. Um, and I think, you know, the, the, the games in July are, are really going to kind of work out who's where in that, in that division. Um, we've obviously, as the Titans struggled in our, our last game day up in the, um, up in the Edinburgh tournament. And I think that, that Crows had a, had a really great tournament up there, which is why the, the, the division's kind of a little bit, uh, a little bit mixed up at the minute. Yeah. The Crows are a good team. Um, they kind of fly under the radar, no pun intended, um, as far as the uh, interaction goes with the league, apart from some of their Instagram posts. Um, but they do have a really good squad of players. Obviously, we've played against them for many years. We know what they're, what they're like. Um, I mean, for me, one of the guys that stands out is their quarterback, Tal Javid. He's one of the best QBs QB. in the league. Um, really good. Yeah. Um, another good QB is Keith Woodley at, at the Vipers. Um and without him, they will struggle. Um, they didn't have him for the last fixtures, uh, hand injury. Um, he was supposed to be moving away in the off season. That may still happen. Yeah, I think that kind of surprised everybody, right? When when you know we'd heard that Keith was was kind of moving away, and we we didn't know what was going to happen with the Vipers team, and 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 I think that you know he obviously is their QB, right? So he's he's one of their key players. But I think that 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 team looks very different without him. Sure, because they've got some really good weapons, guys like Luke Bennett, Dan Selwood. Um, they they are some really good talent on offense, and to me, they've got a really well coached, disciplined defense that really can shut down mm-hmm. some offenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on to um, Warrington in fourth place. Uh, we played them in the Battle of the War of the Roses. War of the Roses, yeah. um, and they've got a good coming up squad. Um, the change from Division One to Premier is they're you know having a bit of a tough time with that at the moment. Um, they're probably going to be looking to compete in the the relegation battle, um. But they've got a, a good squad, uh, some great weapons, some speed, a good young QB. You know, I expect them to be growing um a lot more in the next couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, although at the bottom of the league at the moment with an zero and six record, we're looking at uh, Nottingham Honey Badges. And they really have struggled since moving up to the Prem. Yeah, a couple of years ago we played against the Honey Badgers, and they and they were you know they were a really strong, really well coached team, and they, and they they you know they 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 had some really great athletes there as well. Um, and I think that obviously these couple of years that where they've not been, you know, in the Prem is 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 kind of taken a toll on some of the some of the talent they've got at the club. They had a really big roster, uh, mm. a big squad of players when we went to their home venue. But I think the biggest problem they've had that so far this season is they've got Tom Snee at QB. And no offence, Tom, but you're not quarterback. And he knows he's not a quarterback. He's had to step in there because they lost both of their QBs in the offseason. Mm. So that's made it really tough for them. All right, so let's look at the, uh, the HNC. Currently sitting at the top, we're looking at Grangemouth. Grange Mouth Broncos. Grange Mouth. They've had a fantastic start to the season. Mm-hmm. Um, when we played them last year, 
we personally felt they were probably the best team in Scotland. Um, and they, they really seem to be proving it this year. Disciplined, you know, they've got some, again, great athletes. They're, they're, just, they're just solid in, 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 you know, across the board. And they've played together for years. Yeah. Um, I think last year the injuries really hurt them. They lost a lot of their key players. And they still managed to put up some good, good numbers. Uh, but this year they look a lot healthier. They're playing with a lot of confidence. And, you know, they've scored 317 points already. So, you know, they're right up there with, with the top teams in the country, never mind just in Scotland. Yeah, definitely. I think that, that, that it will be really interesting to see how they do when they inevitably make the make the playoffs. Um, you know, I think that, that, that there's going to be a couple of the teams that are down south that kind of aren't going to see them coming. Um, like you said, like, like you say, you know, these guys have, have played together for so long now. They, and, and, and I think that that's, that's so important for a team is when you're playing together for that long, you, you just know what, you know, the There's players around you are yeah. going to do. Absolutely. And, and you, you know, you, you can kind of, you can focus on your own job because you know that the rest of the guys are going to, you know, have got their positions kind of, you know, tied in. Look, the second team in the uh, HNC right now is Aberdeen Oil Cats uh, with six and one record. Um, a lot of the Southern teams overlook them because of the success with the Hornets, but they really do have a good roster of players. Um, Bez Berry is one of the fastest blitzers mm-hmm. in the game, as I know, as he think he got me three times in our last fixture. Um, Aaron Drummond is just solid on both sides of the ball, playing both offense and defense. They've got that Gary Elliott guy as well, who's yeah, supposed to be pretty good as well. So. Quite tall or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's quite a big guy. Yeah, he's obviously playing in at, at QB at the minute, and uh, I think that was something that that we didn't expect when we went up to um to Edinburgh. You know, I think that that he, he kind of showed that that he, he can put some touch on his passes and he can pick out you know the the areas in the defense that he needs to throw the ball to. I was quite surprised with 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 how well he did there. Yeah, we thought with Scott moving to uh, to Glasgow that they they might actually struggle this year. Um but Gary stepped in done a good job and obviously he's got that quite high uh throwing angle so he gets over a lot of blitzers and everyone else in the game. Mm. Um but I think the big talking point really is is the Glasgow Hornets or the decline of the Glasgow Hornets. I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting them to be in third place with three losses already in this season. Yeah, they you know in in terms of the team that they've they've got such a legacy in in the divisions and they've always done so well that it is quite a surprise to see them kind of in third. Um, they again you know they're, they're solid positionally across the board um and and yeah i'm definitely surprised to see them in, in, in third place yeah the the big fixture for me from the last uh last group of games was the uh the loss to the, by the crows uh, to the crows um crows winning 39 33 was it was a bit of a shocker we weren't really expecting that but hats off to the crows they, they went up to scotland they played Travel really well. well up there and um, they got that win against the hornets which you know kind of opens the floodgates for the hornets with three losses right now, where, where are they going to go this season? Yeah. Um, the third team in the uh, fourth team in the uh, division, Carnegie just got promoted this year, um, but we've just played them. We know they're a good team. Mm. Um, they can. They've got some weapons on offense. Defense is shipping a lot of points as our uh, 45-44 win kind of proves to them. Um, but I think they're going to have enough um, talent on that team to, to uh, avoid relegation. Yeah, I think I think they stay up this year. You know, I, I think that, that that they're going to push the, um, you know, the kind of the powerhouses. I think they're going to really push them in a lot of the games. Um, 
they, they on offense they're, they're sound you know they, they, they've got a, a, a wide enough selection of players that they can kind of go up against most defenses and pick their passes um, yeah impressed with them so the next team we're actually going to be playing them next week uh, we'll see how they're doing this year but if they're going to be like last year uh, Inverclyde Comet's going to be very heavily reliant on Bud McFerrin Bud's I mean he's rapid right he's, yep. he's, he's such a fast player and, and you get the ball in his hands especially in open space and he's breaking tackles, you know, and, and, and there's not many players in the league that are going to keep up with him. No, and uh, even at safety, he, he covers the field really well. Yeah. Um, but like I say, we need to, I think we need to see more from the rest of the players on that team um, to step up because right now it's going to be between them and Edinburgh um, for the relegation. Um, and we played Edinburgh and it's my, my opinion is Edinburgh are a decent team, but they're in a tough division. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know that they're 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 going to pick up points against pick up points pick up wins against the some of the MEC guys. Um, and I think it, it just depends on on what team turns up. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you if you have the team that that we kind of that we played last year, um, things just didn't seem to break right for them. Whereas when we played them this year, that you know they they were getting you know they 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 were really getting some their um, offense clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, just 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 seemed to just. Everything seemed to go right. Um, Archie obviously is again one of the fastest players in the league. He's mm-hmm. he's, he's really talented. Um, and and I, yeah, I think again, I think that that, that against some of the MEC guys, I, I think that's where they're going to pick up the wins. Um, I, I, it's, yeah, it's it's going to be close between them and and um, Inverclyde um, as to, to who get the relegation I, I, I think that it will probably you know I think Edinburgh will have enough to stay up last week's fixtures um, forget week three for the HNC um, but it was the interconference games against the MEC uh, Grangemouth 19 Manchester Crows 13 tight game uh, yeah. one score game is always going to be close and I think that just shows how well Crows travelled up to Scotland yeah holding Grangeworth to, to 90 you know to under 20 points is is, is really impressive um, again they, they've obviously they've travelled really well so it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, how the Scottish teams travel when they when they come down south uh, Glasgow 56 Honey Badgers 0 that's that, this is tough. So obviously, looking at the two Honey Badgers games, you've also got the seventy six to six loss to Grainsmith, um, go, traveling up to Scotland and 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 conceding one hundred and thirty two points to your six points scored is a that's a that's a tough day. It's a tough day. Uh, Warrington managed to get a win thirty three to fourteen over Inverclyde Comets. Mm. However, they did lose to both the Hornets forty five six. And to Grangemouth forty nine zero. Yeah, I think we we discussed it re- about the relegation battle for the Comets in Edinburgh. Um, that was a key win for Warrington for their relegate keeping up in the division, but obviously disappointing for Comets. So it's going to be interesting in the the fixtures coming up how Edinburgh do against Warrington and likewise obviously Warrington against Edinburgh. Yeah, especially when obviously we we, we played Edinburgh and, and and lost to Edinburgh so. You know that that that's a really bad swing for for Inverclyde. That's you know a loss to a, a beatable team. Whether your relegation rivals have, have kind of you know won their game against a team that that for all intents and purposes didn't expect to um to, to win. Yeah. So the the other games were obviously hosted in Edinburgh as we touched upon. Um, Aberdeen thirty nine, Titans twenty one. 
uh, we were all really disappointed with how well we we played in that game. Um, we or thought how we, well we didn't we play. didn't play. Yeah, we we thought we could compete a lot better against Aberdeen. Um, but they are a good side, and uh, we'll uh, lick our wounds and we'll 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 try again in the playoffs against them. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, again the the shootout we mentioned before forty five forty four over the Carnegie, uh, great game. Uh, came down to a last second touchdown by David McAnally. And um, it was really good for us to make sure that we, we got that victory in, in Scotland when we could have just folded. And um, we didn't use that to go forward, unfortunately. And then uh, we lost to uh, Edinburgh, which I think you know, possibly we overlooked a little yeah, bit. I think, I think we were just expecting a win there, which yeah. is, is, is our fault for, for kind of overconfidence. Sure. And it's a, it, it really shows it's you know, a game of two halves when you, when you look at the Edinburgh against Titans where they... Scored thirty nine points against against the Titans and then uh, couldn't score a point against the Sheffield Vipers, who we'd who, previously beat yeah. quite convincingly in the first week of the of the season. Uh, Aberdeen continued the form against Vipers though thirty eight twenty over them, um, and then Carnegie racking up even more points sixty six fourteen over the Vipers yeah. Green. You're looking over at the the other games, obviously in in uh, in, in Scotland with the um, Crows. Putting sixty two points over uh, the Comets, again. I, I know we've touched on this a couple of times, but they the Crows have really, you know, they they, they travel well up there. Um, they were unlucky against Grangemouth, um, but but then Grangemouth then coming back and scoring seventy six points against Honey Badgers is, I mean, seventy six points in a flag game is that's a lot of scoring. Something, yeah. That's going on to the back of the score yeah, sheet. I think yeah. there. <laughs> Um, and then then Glasgow Hornets again. Offensively, they look fine. Offensively, that you know they they look like they they they're rolling fifty six points, forty five points, and then thirty three points. Um, you know that that, ah, that that's fantastic scoring from from their offense there. Um, it, it, it's obviously the the loss of the the Crows. Um, that, that's gonna. It's highlighting highlighting some defensive weaknesses maybe yeah and I think that's that's going to be the thing that kind of pushes them from from third uh, from second down down into that third place if 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 um, um, Aberdeen and and uh, Grangemouth uh, carry on the form that they're in so let's take a look at week four's games the second half of the cross conference games um, both the fixtures are going to be held down in Manchester Titans hosting one and the Crows hosting the other um, at the Titans, we've got first game up is Clyde versus Titans. Jay, what's your choice? I think the Titans are going to win this one. Lee? Titans. Titans. I think we've got to go with Titans here. Um, I think Titans will have too much for the Comets. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I think that's the way it's going to go. Next game is the Hornets versus the Sheffield Vipers Green. Jay, what are you thinking? Um, this one's, again, I think this one's going to be really close, but looking at, at, at form, I, I, I think the Titans are going to take this no. one as well. Hornets versus Vipers. Hornets versus Vipers. Well, that's... Uh, oh, we're looking across here. Uh, in that case, I think the Hornets have got this one. Okay. And Lee? Yeah, I'm going to go with Hornets. Yeah. Uh, again, it can come down to whether Keith's playing, I think. If Keith's playing, that could be a shootout. Um, but I think I'll go with the Hornets as well. And back with the Hornets this time against the Titans. Lee, I'm going to put you on the spot first now. It's all right. You're not putting me on the spot. Titans. Uh, I think I've already given you my pick in the last one <laughs> by accident. Did, yeah. I? Um, I think it's going to be a good battle. Um, Hornets have beaten the Titans previously. 
Yeah, that, that's what, what could change it, right? Is is the Hornets have got a really good um, track record against the Titans. But Sheffield Giants always used to have a good record against the Titans as well. True. We turned that around last year. So I'm thinking this year it's the Titans year to beat, beat the Hornets. Uh, in the other game, we've got the Grangemouth Broncos against Sheffield Vipers Green. Lee, what are you thinking? Broncos. Uh, yeah, I think Grangemouth have just got, got too much for, for, for Vipers in this game. Yeah, I think I agree with you guys. I think... Uh, it could be quite high scoring, but I don't think uh, they're going to have enough to, to hold up with them. And the last game, which could, to me, be one of the best games, uh, Broncos versus Titans. Lee, what are you thinking? Dramatic pause. Titans. He's going with the Titans. Uh, I, um, I, I, again, I, I think that, that Grangemouth are just, uh, I think they're solid. I think that Grangemouth will, will beat the Titans here. Tough one. Um... Uh, personally, I think that we can beat the Broncos. Sure. Um, I certainly wouldn't go into a game thinking, oh, we're going to lose. If I'm looking from a neutral's perspective and I look at the records of the team, I think you go with the Broncos. Mm. They've, they've not been troubled by anybody so far, and uh, th- I think that's what we're going to look at for this one. Hopefully, I'll be wrong. Uh, last game of the day at the, the Titans venue is going to be the Comets versus the Sheffield Vipers Green. I think... I think Comets have to win this one to stay up in their division, but I don't think they're going to. I think if Keith's playing, in fact, that that's my that's my caveat. If Keith's playing, I I think Vipers win. I think if Keith isn't, then then Comets might take it. All right. Yeah. Same as Jay. If Keith's playing, Vipers. If not, then Comets. Yep. Again, could be a good game here. See how well Clyde could travel down to uh, to Manchester, but I think the Vipers are going to sneak that one. The other fixtures are over at the Crows ground, and the first one up is the Oil Cats versus the Crows. Lee, what are you thinking? This, you know, this is a this could be a really good opportunity for the Crows here to really stamp their authority in this. You know, depending on how the Scottish teams travel, um, you know, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really tight game. I am going to pick the Oil Cats, but I could see that going the other way. Uh, Jay. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I think, I think the Oil Cats. Are, are a sounder all-round team than, than the Crows. I think that the Oil Cats take this one. Uh, yeah, I think the Crows are streaky. Um, I think they can play really well. Um, I think they, they've got all the talent to beat the Oil Cats, but I just think Oil Cats seem to be a little bit more calmer, a little bit more composed in a game like this, and I think they'll take it. Uh, on the other pitch, we've got the Outlaws versus the Revolution. Who's your choice, Jay? Again, another one that's really important for the relegation battle. Um I think the Outlaws take this one too. Lee? I'm going to go with Warrington Revolution. Yeah, could be. It could be either way on this one. Um, I'm going to go with the Outlaws just because they just beat us. So yeah. uh, that's that gets my vote. The next match will be Carnegie versus the Crows. Lee, what are you thinking? I like Carnegie. Um, I, I like their chances. Okay, Jay? Yeah, I think Carnegie have got... A, uh, this is going to... I think I feel like this is going to be a shootout. Um... Uh, I'm going to give this win to our cross-city uh, cross rivals. I'm going with the Crows against Carnegie. I think the key for this game will be turnovers. Mm. I think if the Crows can, can minimise their turnovers, make sure they, they convert on third and fourth down, they'll win this. If they can't, Carnegie will blow them out um, with, with a lot of points. Mm. Um, but um, I think Crows could take this game. Um, on the other pitch, we've got Outlaws versus the Honey Badgers. Again, I, this is a really nice game for for the Outlaws. I think that, 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 that the Outlaws take this too, and I think that, that might actually seal them in the division. Uh, well, to not, to not obviously be 
automatically relegated. Lee? Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Honey Badgers, but I, uh, I'm i going Outlaws. Uh, again, I'm going to go with the, the Outlaws. I think they've got more, um, a little bit more. Their offense, Lee, um, quarterback Liam Clutterbuck is playing much better than mm-hmm. uh, Tom is right now, so I think they take it. Um, Oilcats next game is against the Honey Badgers. Uh, I don't really see any way that the Honey Badgers are going to be taking this game. No, I see the uh, Oilcats. And yeah, absolutely. I think this is the Oilcats game as well. Definitely. And that's three of us in agreement for a change. Uh, Carnegie versus the Warrington Revolution. Lee, what are you thinking? Carnegie. Yeah, Carnegie. I, I think that the Warrington uh, defence is, is, uh, is going to have a lot of trouble against Carnegie. Yeah, I think it could be a tough one. I mean, Jake Shaw's a real standout player for Warrington, but he can't do it all on his own. I think uh, Carnegie will just have a little bit too much talent there. Uh, Oilcats' last game of the day is against Revolution. So, tough one for, for the Revolution. How, how are we thinking they're going to do against the Oilcats? Yeah, um, I see Oilcats winning out there as well. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that's um, three wins for the, for the Oilcats. Yeah, on the day. I agree. And the Outlaws' last game is against the Crows. Jay, what are you thinking? Uh, I think the Crows take this one. Um, I, I think that, that Edinburgh don't repeat their Manchester, don't do a Manchester double. I think that this is the Crows. All right, and Lee? Yeah, um, is it, that's their last game of the day, both of the teams, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Crows as well. I think Adam, uh, Edinburgh are going to have quite a... Uh, They'll have a successful journey down. I think they'll have won a couple more games, uh, but I don't see them beating the Crows on that one. The last game of the day will be Carnegie versus the Honey Badgers. Lee, what are you thinking? Carnegie. Jay? Yeah, it's, I, I, so, I'm really sorry, Honey Badgers. I think this is a blowout. I think that, that Carnegie have got too much on offence. Do we see a win for Carnegie, uh, for for the Honey Badgers somewhere in the season, though, guys? That's the question. Are they go? Do they go without a win? That's the that's a tough uh, one. We'll have a look at that in the next uh, maybe in the next episode. Thanks very much, Marcus. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that today, and uh, we'll see you again soon. So we're back with MEC East, and it's Rudy, one of our wonderful sponsors from Nuola. Uh, we'll look at week three, and we'll work through the standings. We'll look at Leeds Ronin first. 0-1 and 6, still not picked up their first win. 0-3 uh, in the game day, how did it go for them? Um, well, to be fair, they had some really, really tough games to uh, to take part in. So, yeah, I think it's probably a bit too much for them who they had to play. Um, I didn't really get a chance to see them because they were on the, the other side uh, in Sheffield. But uh, I'm sure they're going to pick up a win pretty soon. And hopefully that's not against us next game day. So the, the three games they've got coming up this week, they've got the Vipers Orange, the Bears, and you guys. Do you see them picking up their first win that game day? Yeah. Um, I think they'll struggle against the Bears, but you never know. Um, I think the game against the Vipers will be be the one where you know it could go either way. And... And we want to get revenge on them for that massive draw that we had against them. So I think the game against the Vipers will be the one where I think they might get it. Uh, all depends who the Vipers have on the day. And 
you know, I'm sure they're going to be up for, for getting their second win of the season as well. So um, that should be a really good game against those two. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Leeds Ronin got, you know, they're a good bunch of people. And uh, I know they put the effort in. So just a matter of time, really, for those guys. You mentioned the Vipers Orange. They're the, uh, the next team up in the league, one and eight. But again, 0-3 on the day. Is, the, is there a massive gap between MEC East and West, or is it just they happen to be playing the top teams that week? I think it's just the top teams, to be honest with you. Um, when you get the Blackhawks and Leeds a Samurai playing you know, the top teams on the other side, uh, that's when you know, you'll be able to properly tell if there is a big difference, a big gap, but I don't think so. Um, it's just that Wigan... Um, and the other guys up there were, you know, have just been playing really, really well. So, yeah, I don't think there's a, a massive gap between the, the top teams from each each side. Uh, but obviously, you know, the people who are a bit lower down, the, the rookie team, so to speak, it's probably a bit too much for them uh, in the nicest way. But uh, only because, you know, those guys have been balling out really, really hard and, you know, putting up some big, big scores and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's pretty much evenly matched uh, because the the teams who aren't doing so well uh, over that side came to us in Rotherham and they also didn't do that well. So, I think there's probably just a, a big gap between the top and the, the the bottom teams really on both sides. We'll move up to uh, to everyone's favourite northern team, the Roosters. Three, yeah. one, and four in the league. Two and one on the day. Yeah. And some big score lines for you guys. I mean, you beat Chorley 60-15, according to the, the, the website. Yeah. You beat the Cavaliers 51-14. Yeah. I mean, you fell to the, the, the Revolution Cogs. But again, that was, what, a seven-point game. So, not a bad result in a way. Well, Were you happy with the week? Sorry. Were you happy with your, your game day that day? Uh, yeah, to be fair, the, the, the game against the Cogs, um, we believe, uh, a bit controversially, but we believe that they had five uh, downs instead of four. Uh, and on that fifth down, they actually scored. So it really should have been in our eyes a draw. Uh, that's what we think anyway. Uh, but obviously, it's happened now. But that game was, like, really, really good. It was, like, end-to-end. It was, like, you know, both teams really wanted to, to win it. Um, so that was a great game. And the Buccaneers, you know, we, we owed them one for the, you know, the past times that they beat us. And, uh, you know, the Cavaliers as well. They, well, they played Iron Man as well. So we just wanted to get some points on the board because at the you know come the end of the season it could be that whoever's got the most most points you know might go into the playoffs or whatever um it's not like we we like sticking that many points on people to be fair we, we didn't really realize till the end like how well we had done um but no for us it was a, it's a great game day to be fair i mean i don't think anyone wants to run up a score but sometimes it's it's difficult to sort of like pull back too much without letting the foot off the gas too much and leaving them off the uh, leaving them a chance for the the comeback. 
We'll move up into the uh, the top half of the table now with the Nottingham Bears. Six and two overall, two and one on the day. Some close scores. I mean, they lost by they beat the uh, the Owls by like by one by one score. They beat the Vikings by five, but then struggled against the Bandits twenty five eight. Were they there at your game day, or were they in the other location? Uh, they were in Sheffield, um, but I know the Bandits. You know they've been putting up some big, big wins, and um, they're definitely, you know, one of the teams to beat by the sounds of it all. Um, it'll be interesting to see when um, Leeds and Newcastle take them on uh, to see how well they do uh, against the so you know the, the top teams in our in our side. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a bit scared myself to play the Bandits. To be fair. We'll go up once more into the top into the top two teams. I mean, we said this at the start of the season. It'll be a case, but it'll be a, a battle between these two. The Blackhawks are seven and one. The Samurai are seven and one. Both of them went three and zero on the day. I mean, the Blackhawks seem to struggle against the Buccaneers, a one point win but did okay against the Cavaliers and the Cogs. If we have a quick look at the uh, the Samurai scores, they paint a very different picture. They beat the Buccaneers 78-14. The Samurai, they beat the Cavaliers by 56-6. And then the Cogs, 50-18. I'm going to put it to you again. Who do you see being top of the table at the end of the season? Purely based on the, uh, the points, I would say uh, Leeds because you know they're they're putting a lot of lot of scores down, and uh, I think that's their you know their their way of making sure that they will be top of the table just by you know putting up a lot of points against people. Whilst the uh, the Blackhawks uh, they've got quite a few rookies, um, so I've been told so. But for them, it's more about getting everyone some game time as well. Um, and seeing some of their rookies that they've got, you know, they've got some bright futures, some of those guys, that's for sure. But I still think purely based on Leeds, you know, putting up a lot of points, I would say they'll pip it to, to first place. And what about this upcoming game day? The Samurai play the Blackhawks, the Bears... And I think that's the only two games for the day. The Blackhawks obviously play the Samurai, the Vipers, and you guys. Do you see anyone throwing any spanners into the works for these ones? Um, only if, hopefully, against the Bears. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to try because we got the Blackhawks as well. So. Um, you know, having watched them last game, game week, you know, they've got some just great players. Um, so we're hopeful that we'll give them a better game than we did the first game week. Um, so hopefully we can, you know, beat them and the Bears and Lee's Ronin. Um, and then, yeah, it's uh, Lee's against Blackhawks, which is going to be a massive game. So um, I still... 
I'd probably say that, that Leeds and Blackhawks will still, you know, come out trumps on a day, apart from the game against each other, which I can't really call it. Who's going to win that one right now? Are you not willing to put your name on the line here for a, for one game? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Leeds to, to win that one. Mainly because it, it's their, you know, home turf, so to speak. You know, so that they're going to want to put on, you know, a bit of a show. You know, make sure that, you know, it's their house, their rules, you know. They're going to want to win it. So, yeah, I'd say Leeds to win it by one score. So you heard it, Blackhawks players. Rudy's putting his full backing behind the samurai there. And I'm sure they'll be very willing to talk to you on the game day as well about this. Yes, just not when we play each other, please. So we're with Chris and Luke of the Wigan Bandits looking at the MEC East. We'll look, have a quick look at the uh, the table you guys have got. One minute, mate. It's West. Are you West? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wigan, in it? <laughs> my, my geography's terrible. I dropped that in like... Okay, we'll, we'll start again. <laughs> I thought I should tell you because I thought we're like 30 seconds in. We might as well just start again. So we're with Chris and Luke of the MEC West. Uh We'll have a quick look at the, the league table for you guys. Cavaliers at the bottom of the table, 0-7 in the league and 0-3 at the last game day. I'm going to quick look at their fixtures for next week. They've got the Owls, the Vikings and the Revolution Cogs. Do you see them picking up their first win next week? Um, I'll be honest, I don't really think so because... That the Owls are a good team, like they're battling it out at the top with ourselves. Um, Cogs, I, I thought they'd be better than they were this year, but they're still quite. They've still got some good players, and then the Vikings actually, I think, have been a bit of a surprise team uh, this year. And if I look at uh, the Cavs at what they've done so far this year and what they did at the last game day, don't actually see them. Uh, picking up a win. I mean, they could do, but I think all three games, I think you're looking at uh, losses in all three, actually. Well, quick look, we'll move up the table there. We've got the, the Chorley Buccaneers. 1-1-6, uh, one, 0-3 one oh on the day. But they, they only just lost to the Blackhawks from the MEC East yeah. with a one-point loss. I mean, what's going on with those guys? Are they... Struggling in that one for a bit? I don't know, really. I, I, I thought they would have been further up the league than they are. I mean, looking at the results, we weren't at the Rotherham game day, but we were over in Sheffield, and they lost heavily to the Roosters and the Samurai, but then only lost by a point to Newcastle, which obviously was unfortunate for them. Um, I was surprised... Um, how far down the league they have been this year, I thought they would have been able to pick up a couple more wins. I mean, do you think, that, uh, having a quick look at their next week's games, again, they've got the Owls, the Cogs, and the Vikings again, do you? Yeah, again, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough schedule against those three teams. Um, I mean, possibly against the Cogs, uh, depending on what sort of Cogs team turns up, but 
I think they'll struggle against the Owls and the Vikings, really, to get anything. So we'll move on to the Cogs. 3-1-4 and four in the league, 1-2 and two on the day. Um, their one win, I'm just trying to find it now. Yeah, they beat the Roosters. There you go. They, they beat the Roosters then. Do you see them moving up anywhere in the league? I mean, they're only a couple of points behind the Vikings. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, well, they play ourselves, and obviously I'm going to say that they're not going to pick up a win there. <laughs> Uh, and then they played the Cavs and the Bucks, which I think the two games there against the Cavs and the Bucks that they could definitely win. Um, I think the game against the Bucks will be quite a good game. Uh, I think it'll be quite back and forth. Um, so, yeah, they could come out of the day with uh, two wins. Um, I mean, at the start of the year, like I said, I thought they were going to be a team which was going to be challenging at the top, but it does look as though the all their best players have actually gone um, with actually the revolution and with the uncertainty around the quarterback position for uh, the revolution, they've had to then move their quarterback from the uh, from the cogs up. So um, I think it's been a bit of a difficult season for them to start. Maybe uh, they might kick on a little bit. I think they, should, they could get, definitely get two wins this week. Um, I think they'll definitely get one. Uh, I think they'll push for two. Um, don't think they'll get three, though. <laughs> Put it that way. I mean, you mentioned the Vikings being the, the surprise team for this year. They're currently four and five in the league. They went two and one in the day. Do you see them, I say, who have they got this weekend? The, the Cavaliers. They've got the, the Buccaneers. Yeah, just. They've, only got, two, they've yeah. only got two games. Yeah. Do you see those two wins for them? Yeah, I think so. I think they've shown they're a, they're a good side in this league. They were very unlucky not to come away 3-0 and uh, on the last game day. I actually helped ref the final game against the Burrs and it went down to the, the last play. It was um, two shots at the end zone to win it and unfortunately they, they couldn't uh, get the touchdown they needed. Um, I think they will pick up two wins uh, this, this um, coming weekend. Sorry, two weekends. So yeah, I think, um, I think they'll move ahead to six and five. So they seem to do very well against the Ronin, um, bottom of the MEC East currently, beating them 25-2. They played the next one up in the league for the MEC East. And again, well, that one they only just scraped a, a seven-point win, 39-46. Then, as you said there, a 25-20 loss to the Bears. Yeah, See, I'm going to put you guys on the spot with your team now. It's Bandits Owls seven and one in the league. You guys went three and zero last week. The Owls went two and one. Do you see it finishing this way by the end of the season? I think. Well, we played them earlier on in the year, and it was an absolute washout. It was the rain was absolutely ridiculous, and there's no there's no getting away from the fact that we don't play that great in the rain. Um. If it's dry at the weekend uh, when we play them, I think I, I think we've, we're a better team than them um, all all over the pitch. I think we've got a better got a better off a more balanced offense than they have. And I think our D at the start of the year came in for some bit of criticism um, after that first game week, but we've uh, we've tried some new things on D. And if you look at last uh, last game day, how many points did it that we conceded? Like 20, 20 something over three yeah. games, which is pretty good going. Um, 
Yes, I think if you put me on the spot and said, how is it going to finish? I'm going to say that, yeah, we're going to finish at the top of the league, uh, above of Oldham. We've got a real good chance. It's in our own hands now. Um, we win every game. We finish top. Uh, if they win every game, they could finish top. Uh, but like I said, it's in our own hands. So I don't I don't see us really uh, giving it back up now. I mean, do you see the Owls dropping a game this weekend? They've got the Cavaliers, the Buccaneers and you guys. I think they, only get, I think they should win... The other two games, I think it's it's basically the game against us, which is it's a massive game, really. Um, you're going to look at the last game week of the of the season and say that whoever wins this game week uh, between ourselves is probably going to be sat at the top of the table going into that last game week. So it's it's massive this game between us. Um, like I said, they got the better of us uh, last time, which you know we scored on the last play of the game. They were up by one. And instead of going for one to tie it, we went for two to win the game because that's just the way we play. And it didn't come off. But if we came down to it again, I think we'd do the exact same thing again. Go for the two, go for the win, rather than go for the point and level it up. Um, hopefully it doesn't come down to that at this game week. Uh, hopefully we come away with a victory and it doesn't have to uh, come down to the last play of the game. You guys have a quick look at your score sheets here. You, your offence... Currently on three hundred and ten points. You say your defense is your weaker side. You've only conceded one hundred and eighteen, giving you a, a plus minus of one hundred and ninety two. Is uh, obviously you're going to be very happy with that, especially with the league standing. Do you see your defense really stepping up this weekend? Yeah, I think I think we've we've changed a few things and we've altered a few things, and I think Addy is definitely been playing up the last few game weeks, especially the game week we've just had. I've just had a look and it was it was 28 points over the three games. Now, I mean, obviously, Leeds, Ronin and Sheffield Vipers Orange, they're not the greatest of teams, but they can still play football and they're still decent sides. And then to hold the Burrs to only, well, really six points because the quarterback give up uh, safety, so... I think I don't think the D will hold us back. I think um, as long as we're moving the ball on the offensive side, I, I think I think we'll be fine. All right, cheers, guys. Hope the season goes well. Yeah. Thank All right, you, thanks, mate. mate. Hi, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Just a reminder that group ball registrations are now open. It will be held on August the 3rd in Doncaster with all profits going to charity. Contact the group project on Facebook and get registered. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.